Do you hear that? Stop. Listen for a sec. That's the sound of background noise, and it's starting right now. Thank you so much for tuning in to Background Noise today. I am super extra excited for this show today. We're sitting down with Bashael and her project, Rooms. Now, the reason I'm so much more extra excited because she was actually the first artist to reach out to me to ask how to come on this show. So it just... It felt really good and it made me feel really special. So I'm super extra excited to have her on the show today. How's it going? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show. The feeling's mutual. This is my first podcast, so it's exciting. Oh my God, that is so exciting. Well, (laughs) I'm honored to be your first podcast too. So the way I like to start my show off is usually I just let you tell us a little bit about yourself, about this project, your music, kind of your little shtick behind it. Um, yeah, sure. My name's Besh, um, or Bashale, how you said, and I've been playing music in Vancouver for a long time. Um, this project used to be called I Make Earthquakes, and it's always been a little project in Vancouver where I live, uh, so-called Vancouver, I should say. It kind of happened because I had this other band called The Green Belt, which was like a bigger group singing open door thing that we toured a bunch and played a lot. And I'd always had these songs I was writing on the side. And I think when that ended, I eventually just thought, why not start my own thing? I think I'm brave enough at this point that I don't need like eight other singers at the same time as me. So yeah, I guess that's that's kind of how the project started. Very cool. I like it. So as I mentioned, you are actually the first artist to reach out to me to be like, hey, how do I get on the show? And literally how you get on the show is you just message the show on Instagram and then I go, Yeah. Let's book it. So how did you find out about the show? Um, Yeah, I was just doing general research. I'm always sort of like looking into ways um, to be able to connect because as a such a small project with not really any help getting myself out there, you kind of have to do your own investigating. And you had done a podcast with this band Troll Dolly that I like a lot from Vancouver. So I just thought I would put myself out there and message you. And it's always nice when someone writes back, I have to say. (laughs) Awesome. Well... Thank you so much again for reaching out. It was it was really awesome. And you know what? I'm super glad you did because you instantly made me a fan as well. I've been super into your music lately. I've been sharing it with all my friends. They're also into it. So I'm really excited to get to spin some of it and talk about it. So first, let's talk about uh, some of your latest songs that you have out. I think I want to start off with What in the World. I... I don't know what about it, but I love that one so much. It's such a awesome and powerful and cool song. So why don't you tell me a little bit about that one, kind of writing it and putting it together? It actually started because I'm a, I'm a new parent. I have a two-year-old and we had our kid at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, it was really, really quiet and, and very isolating at the time because no one felt comfortable coming over. Like even grandparents were were kind of afraid and... I just remember my friend's mom came by to visit and we were in the alley and I was holding my my baby at the time who was maybe two or three months old. And I was kind of doing that thing you do when you like bounce them on your hip. And then my friend's mom was like, oh, like just so you know, unless they're fussing, like sometimes it's good to like just let them focus on something. But they're, I don't know, it was like kind of a weird moment, but I was like, oh, I love that. Like I hadn't thought about it that way and like I want to think about it that way more. And so... um. 
anyway, I went back into the house and immediately wrote down some lyrics. And uh, Enzio, my partner, and I had been kind of doing different music projects for people. We did like a Beatles cover at some point and someone's birthday, a cover for somebody's birthday. And we were, we were kind of just playing music a little bit. Um, and we decided to kind of turn that into a, a song about how scared it felt, how alone we were feeling, I guess, in that during that time. And how it was also kind of a really intimate gift because it was just the three of us. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I think that kind of comes out in the song, but a lot of my lyrics are so direct that there's really not, not a lot of like other meanings in it, but I, I feel like there's like some, some different things going on in that, but yeah, that's, the, that's the whole story of that. Actually, I really like the directness with the lyrics in some of your songs. I'll talk about one of my other favorite ones later on because it was like, that one is also super direct, so I'm excited to hear the story behind that. But first, I want to play What in the World, and when, then when we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about the uh, the new album as a whole that's coming out soon.
Listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. We're back. Thank you so much for tuning in to Background Noise today. Sitting down here with Besh from Rooms. I'm super excited for this episode. There's just we're gonna listen to a lot of really good songs today. And uh we just heard what in the world one of their new singles, and you, uh, you're you going to be putting out a whole album soon, right? Yeah, I have a whole full-length album coming out December 11th. It's, all, it's already pre-released on tape, which is available at the No Sun Recording Shop um, online. And yeah, I'm really excited about it. It's, it's kind of strangely from different parts of my life, because there's some older songs on there that had we had lost the recordings. Um, so we decided to re-record those, and then I, I eventually just like had enough songs to make an album, which is, which feels good, I think. So yeah, I'm excited. Where did you, uh, where did you record these songs? Was that like a variety of places or do you record them yourself? We recorded some of them at home, Enzio and I, and then we went to our friend Dan Taves, very cute cabin-esque little studio. It's sort of like an alley cabin in East Van and he's, yeah, he's got a studio there and we did a lot of the recordings there live off the floor, which is also one of my favorite ways of recording. So yeah, that's what we did. <laughs> cool. So some of these songs are like one takes just recorded and set. And Yeah. <laughs> we also, I, I kind of, I had said this in another interview, but yeah, being parents the first time and going through the recording process is just really different. And we had to just sort of get what we could out of it and be happy with what we were able to manage. We had this one situation where um, I think we were doing like one of the last vocal overdubs and my kid actually fell asleep luckily so there's just like this cute memory of them sleeping on the floor while I was like trying to finish the the, the vocals or whatever but yeah that's so cute do you remember what song uh that was for I don't I should probably try to remember because yeah I'll have to, I'd have to think about it and maybe ask somebody <laughs> sadly I haven't I also haven't slept in a hundred years so I did take a picture but I don't have the I don't remember the song that's actually, that's so cute. Uh, we'll talk about a couple of the other new songs that you got coming out on that album. Uh, these ones both have music videos as well, which I took a look at, and they're really fun. I like the music videos. So one of them is Laying in Lavender, 
And then the other one is Moon Signs. Why don't you tell me a little bit about the song Laying in Lavender? Yeah, so I I guess I, I wrote the song Laying in Lavender for my, my friend Travis who passed away. I was having a kind of a difficult time processing. I mean, it's still really painful, but I, I had been getting some training in narrative therapy and I attended one of the, the grief trainings and it just like kind of opened up a lot of things for me. And one of them was like allowing the person to be present in your everyday and like allowing their memory to live on. And I thought about that for a long time. And then I work outreach. So one day while I was working, I was just sort of recording, stopping and going on my phone, just like little, little memories or tidbits or like just like little things about Travis. And then eventually it turned into a song. So that's sort of my way of trying to feel okay with how things are now. And yeah, grief is hard. (laughs) So what a beautiful way to immortalize him as well through that song and through the music video as well a little bit, because it kind of has that like chill, surreal, psychedelic vibe to it what was it like recording the music video and how did you go about that yeah um Enzio shot that video we kind of we wanted it to feel yeah kind of like disassociative or whatever just sort of like little removed and yeah I had made all these tiny mushrooms for my kids birthday party it was um we had an Easter hunt so I had like 45 little hand crocheted mushrooms and before we, we uh, put them out into the world, we were like, let's use them for something. So so that's kind of how they made it into that video. But uh, anyway, yeah, that video turned out beautiful. I thought Enzio did a beautiful job putting that together. And the re- we, we decided to leave the recording really raw and just um, spared, like kind of just like really um, just the basics, just because it's such an emotional song. And I don't even know now if I could perform it live without crying. So we'll have to wait and see if I can somehow pull it off. But it's also fine to burst into tears while you're playing. It's not like that big of a deal, right? <laughs> fair enough. No, no, that's totally fair. I mean, there are a hundred percent songs that that make people do that, and that's one of my favorite things about music: how powerful it is and how it can evoke so much emotions. Like there are still songs that I've listened to hundreds of times, and every time I listen to it, I still cry. Like uh, waves by Good Nature, a really great Edmonton band. Man, every time I listen to that song, it just, it makes my soul cry in such a beautiful but but powerful way, you know? I'll have to look that one up, yeah. Highly, highly recommend Good Nature. They're a lot of fun. But I'm not talking about them right now. <laughs> I want to talk about Moon Signs as well. I, I was a big fan of that one as well because I am, I'm one of those moon chicks. I like it. I pay attention to the phases. And so I really, I like the lyrics of those songs. And then as well, too, the music video was pretty cool. I think I also got pretty deep into that for a while. Um, When I realized I was a Cancer Moon, I just sort of like everything started to make sense. And also having like shift partners that had been Cancer Moons at the same time as me. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I, I really felt like that song was more is more about like rolling pressure the rolling pressures and the and the way we sort of dance around those and get through them or um, avoid them or or what have you yeah sort of just like the ongoing part of that in our lives I don't know it's not very articulate <laughs> no I feel like that I feel like that was another one of those pretty literal songs because I really like the the line in the chorus as well just about how the moon charges the ocean I 
I love that lyric because it's so it's right. And I just I I really like that. And that line just stuck out to me. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, I love thinking about that, like just the power and the the pulling and the pressures and the even like just like the today I was outside and outreaching and it was cold, but the sun was so warm and I felt so energized and like comforted by it. And yeah, just like zooming out and imagining yourself as part of like a bigger a bigger title, huge movement, which is, which is like lovely. I guess maybe it could be overwhelming if you go down the wrong path of thinking about it, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll try not to think about it too, too hard, but we will yeah. listen to the songs. <laughs> Let's spin Lang and Lavender. And then right after as well, we'll put Moon Signs in there. And then when we come back, we'll talk about some of your older songs a little bit. Every now and then I want to call my friend and talk about the neoliberal bullshit in my day. Every now and then I get this panic in my chest when I realize you won't be answering my call.
Listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. We're back. Thank you so much for listening to Background Noise. We're sitting down with Besh from Rooms here, having a lot of fun because I'm I've been super into the music. I I've had this one on repeat for weeks now since you first reached out to me. But I want to talk a little bit about some of your older music. And you mentioned earlier how some of your songs are just super literal. And one of the ones that I 
thought was really literal, and I want a little bit more of a story on this one, was Market Value. It was a short song, but a fun song. And I just, one, I like the production, how it just kind of stopped for a sec and then built back up. But can you tell me a little bit more about that song? Yeah, I mean, I think we were we were like in the throes of really feeling um, the housing crisis here. We were like 12 of us living in a big old house that was had like a mushroom growing in the bathroom and it was like pretty decrepit. Um, and then all around our property were just like these new condos getting built everywhere. And we were also all just like into farming and different things. So we ended up pulling out the whole garden or the whole grass in the front yard. It was like ivy and grass and just whatever. And anyway, we ended up making a huge garden in the front yard. And we would just laugh about how it was probably driving the neighbors nuts. And we'd heard also like um, that people's gardens were actually getting shut down. Like renters had gardens in the neighborhood and, and the landlords were like getting angry and stuff. So we just thought we'd speak to that. <laughs> That's kind of like maybe a more local problem. Although, you know, it's like, sad it's kind of sad on a bigger level too but that's what that song is about it's very direct again so (laughs) another song i really like from some of your early work was the we share a paycheck is there a little bit more to that one or is another one of those just super literal songs which i really enjoy um yeah i mean it's super literal it was about having uh student debt like right out of university and as a touring musician I was just paying the monthly payments every month I didn't didn't miss payments but I ended up paying for 11 years and I ended up paying like I don't know ten thousand dollars over what I borrowed and anyway it it just really made it hard um and it felt like really weird at times and I I think I wrote that song like right when I was about to pay it off completely (laughs) I mean it didn't last long that feeling because it's just like really hard to manage when when uh, housing is so expensive here and the rising cost of living and everything but um but yeah I, I did feel that feeling for like a couple years of not having any debt which was like really lovely <laughs> I imagine people with no debt probably don't know the feeling of being like in a debt loop but um I know everyone thinks that song's about a relationship or like a romance and I'm always like it's a relationship with debt it's just like <laughs> I mean that's kind of how you think about it Anyway, that's the story of that. Yeah, I like that a lot. Actually, that's awesome. Because I was one of those people that initially thought it was like, you know, a relationship and they're sharing a paycheck and they're working together. But that actually makes a lot more sense. I definitely I get that. I got that student loans. (laughs) It's hard when you're a musician, because especially when you're younger, you don't want to commit to something like you can't do full time work or like permanent work or like you don't feel like you can for some reason. I don't know. That's what I went through. I worked in coffee shops for years and years and years and did like temp work and all these other things. But that was always like part of it was like, I always have to be able to pay these payments. But I also want to travel and I need to switch housing all the time and like live in cheap housing. And I don't know. It's this this whole thing that you kind of get pulled into. No, I I definitely get that. I mean, I'm I'm not a musician myself, but I've I've always I'm chasing that that radio dream. And I do feel that like I I can't actually work for everybody. So I have a bunch of just part time jobs so that I'm able to still do this and and do what I actually want to do. You know? Yeah, it's, it's hard to balance that. All right. Well, let's listen to We Share a Paycheck and Market Value. And then when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about one, that old project, and two, when I was doing some scoping, uh, you worked a little bit with your sister, right? She's also a musician? Uh, yeah, both of my sisters. 
our musicians. Cool. Well, <laughs> let's play those songs. And then when we come back, let's chat a little bit more about that.
Listening to background noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at background noise the show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. We're back. Thank you so much for listening to background noise today. We've been talking to Besh from her project Rooms. Now I want to take a little detour a little bit and talk about one of the other projects that you've been involved in, and also both of your sisters. Our musicians as well, which is super cool. So we'll play some of their music in a little bit. But first, why don't you tell me a little bit about the Greenbelt Collective and kind of your time there? Yeah, okay. Uh, Greenbelt was my first band. I mean, that wasn't in like high school. It was sort of uh, my first time writing songs on my own. I guess I had I was in a, a band with a, like three other women in Montreal for a while, and we had played a couple of them just in our jam space. And then I moved to Vancouver and, and put a call out here and had some random responses. And that's sort of how we started the Greenbelt here. And it was always sort of an open door project, group singing, kind of pop band. At the time, I was really into like environmental stuff. So a lot of the early Greenbelt songs are about the environment. And um, yeah, we, we had fun. We toured all over the States and through Canada a bunch of times. And we went to Europe. And I mean, they, it was sort of like a party band. I didn't party as much as the other members, but... <laughs> Everyone had a very lovely time. That's cool. Do you have a favorite show that you played with them? I think my most favorite show ever would have been in Bordeaux, France. I, we were in like a strange underground, like bricked. It had like rounded ceilings almost. And it was just a really little show, but it was packed. And it was just like, yeah, that was that's probably one of the shows that really stands out to me. <laughs> cool. And so I mentioned a little bit earlier that when I was doing some digging, I found out that your sisters were also musicians as well. One of them in a project called Underpass. And then the other one is the uh, just Kathleen Lockhart. Why don't you go ahead and... Tell me a little bit about those bands. Um, yeah, so Underpass is a band with my my sister and her partner, Alex. And Alex runs No Sun Recordings, the label that put out the Rooms tape. And they're in this band that's, I think it's like pretty popular down the West Coast. They just played like an epic show, in, Halloween show in Portland, I think. <laughs> um, my sister plays the bass in that band. And Alex sings. And then actually the keyboard player, Dan, is also in rooms. And then our friend Marita plays the drums. And yeah, they're they're a great band. And you should definitely check them out more if you can. My other sister, Katie, is in... Her band used to be called Katie and the Lichen. She's also done a lot of touring under Katie and the Lichen. Um, but she switched her name to Kathleen Lockhart. And yeah, she's been writing music since we were like 12 or something. <laughs> so I, I really love her songs. That's so cute. Well, let's spin a couple of those songs. I got uh, Sweater from the Greenbelt Collective lined up. I Am the West from Underpass. And then something so important from Kathleen there. Should go for a walk. 
something so important somehow. I like to have a night on the town. Cause I like to go fucking up. Better than I know myself Listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. You're listening to Background Noise. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Unfortunately, we kind of have to wrap up the show a little bit, which is always my least favorite part because I have so much fun talking to all these amazing artists that I get to. But before we go, I will ask about one more song. And this one, I think, is is my favorite, favorite one that hasn't been released yet because you you sent it to me with the secret release code and it's the best part of waking up. What a good, fun song. It feels good when I listen to that one. So why don't you go ahead and tell me a little bit more about that song and then we'll finish off the show with it. You know, I'm just remembering that my kid is on that recording and that must have been the the song we were finishing when they were sleeping on the floor because <laughs> that was the only day they came to the studio. So um, yeah, that song is really funny and I think really relatable 
to anyone who's um, having their sleep taken from them. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess that's like a bit of a love song to my kid. And also just like reminiscing on times before that. I mean, like pushing snooze a hundred times. I absolutely miss that. <laughs> Being able to do that. Um, and all the other like lovely morning things that I used to enjoy that I think about all the time while I'm, I'm laying there. Just like, anyway... So, I mean, yeah, that song is just another really literal, personal song that I, I also hope is extremely relatable. And I think it would be. I know it will be to like any other parent, but I think it is to anyone that is losing sleep. <laughs> That's adorable. Is there anything else you would like to add for the listeners before we go? I don't think so. I'm just so excited to be able to release this this album at this time. And yeah, I'm we're going to have a really fun party on December 11th here in Vancouver. And I'm thank you so much for being the host of my, my first time doing a podcast. You're amazing. And I love what you're doing and contributing to Canadian music or well, so-called Canada, but local music is so important and there aren't a lot of spaces for that these days. So um, I really do appreciate what you're doing. And I, I think that, I mean, especially as things get increasingly more online and, there's, I don't know, I just find there's like a lot of pressures these days, like as I've been learning more and doing more investigating and reading more articles and making my own lists of, of people to reach out to. It's, it feels almost overwhelming or something, or it's so gamified, or I feel like you, you really need to like understand where you're, where you might be exploited or not exploited or anyway, it's, it's a really tough online is just like so tough in, in a lot of ways. So thank you for making it warm and friendly and and being, it seems like you're like genuinely interested, which is like just so lovely. And I really do appreciate it. So thank you. <laughs> no, you're very well. I, I genuinely am interested. And every band that I come across, I, I dive into because I'm, I'm a huge music nerd myself. It's funny because like I am not a musician. There's a lot of things I can do, but just I have not had enough attention to learn an instrument enough so I always I always look up to musicians so much more because it takes so much more drive to do that and to and to want it that bad so honestly it's just my pleasure to be able to share your stories and create create that space for you guys thank you it's awesome awesome well before we go let's play one more song and that's best part of waking up coming off of the brand new album, which will be out December 11th. So make sure to follow them on Instagram, Spotify, Bandcamp, all that fun stuff. I'll link it in. Uh, I'll link it in the bio here. It'll be really easy to find.
it's over. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for tuning in. I had a blast. Join me again next week. I'll have a fresh Canadian band. We're going to make some new noise. It'll be great. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to playlists, episodes, and so much more. See you later.